New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Riz over here. Rev Z right here. Rev B right here. And we're a trio of ministers talking shit today. So thank you for being <laughs> with us here on the <clears throat> Media Network. This happens every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Mountain Time. And we're welcoming a dear friend with us today. As you know, every time we have a guest, things get a little wild. So uh, buckle up and hold on. Uh, we're welcoming Reverend Barbara Shiner, uh, Shriner, I practiced that five times, Shriner Trudell. She is with CSL on the Lake in Toronto, Canada, and uh, we're very, very grateful that you're with us today, Rev B. Welcome aboard. Glad to be here. Excited to see what it is we're going to talk about. Exactly. Folks, as you, those that know and watch the show regularly, uh, we talk about this all the time. Z and I never really planned this one. Uh, we jump in a room and we say, well, what's going on in the world today? And what do we want to talk about? And uh, so I guess, you know, the only story, well, no, not the only story of the week, but the biggest story of the week is the big slap. <laughs> and uh, and Elzia confided and confessed, I guess, we're not big on confession around here, but he did this morning, confessed that he actually watched the program live. I did which, too. I'm there with you, Rev. Uh, and you did too. Okay. So see, I didn't. I just caught the wind of, of the story the next mornings. But Z, kick us off. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you saw. And more importantly, what are the spiritual things that are Ooh, the spiritual boy. forces and principles at play here? Well, you know that now, I guess the best spiritual play is, you know, watch movies so you can create a vision, but not that vision. Uh, um, you know, it was, I am a movie person, if you will. I, I, uh, I grew up an only child and I spent a lot of time watching movies and TV. Um, and so I like it. I like every, I like the music, the cinematography, yada, yada, yada. But the sound effects and the cinematography and everything was on full display with one little slap that for me personally, I thought went way overboard. I mean, Chris made the joke. I've heard, I haven't confirmed it, but there was an article and you know, you have to vet everything now that the joke that Chris made or the, I don't even call it a joke really. Uh, the statement that he made about uh, Jada playing the part of G.I. Jane 2 was not in the script. Okay, now that's what I heard. So mm -hmm. I don't know that it was an ad lib. But, and that's what comedians do. They vamp off the situation. 
Um, and then it was just strange because Will was laughing. Jada gave the little look with her eyes. And then the next thing I know, he's up on the stage. Now, and even after the slap, the way he walked off the stage, he grabbed his belt buckle and he had a little swagger and a little look coming off the stage. Even then, I thought that was staged. Mm. But then when he made the, the, the statement about keep my wife's name, my Joe effing mouth, and then he said it twice, I said, boy, we didn't. We need to cut we, the director. Where is that director with the cut? And so it was. It was a. I, I unfortunately, I think it was a horrible moment for him to come from where he came and and to reach the pinnacle of the entertainment career from that side and to mar it now forever with 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 a little bit of you know non self control. I mean that's that's the spiritual thing is control there's always repercussions for every action there's an opposite and equal reaction that's science but it's the same thing in spirit and uh you know i i i don't know what to say in some respects <laughs> well we'll keep it lot, the... <laughs> reverend barbara how about you what do you uh i did catch the part that you saw it live as well so what was your response reaction right in the moment well i i was shocked uh, at first, I thought that it was staged until the mics went dead. So, you know, here in Canada, we didn't hear all the stuff. We got wind of it later. Um, but for me, I, I can't help, because I've made mistakes in my life, I've shown up really stupid on more than one occasion. And um, because of that, I think I can look at somebody like Will Smith, who actually made a comment in his acceptance speech that kind of rung true. It's like when you're at the pinnacle, watch out for the devil. Um, well, I don't believe in the devil, but I do believe in how the ego can come in and trip us up and, and cause us to fall flat on our face. And then we have to live with that, right? The law of cause and effect, whatever I put out there is coming back to me. And so he has to live with this for the remainder of his days. Chris Rock handled it beautifully, uh, you know, by mm. just continuing on, going on, uh, yeah. just kept going. He didn't make a big production of it at the moment, which took some real strength, you know, being somebody who stood up on stage and spoken to groups and had mishaps occur. Sometimes it's hard to just completely keep your composure and continue, but mm -hmm. he did do that. I think, I think Will Smith is struggling somehow. And uh, so from my human perspective, I think, man, like don't slap somebody and then talk about love. Um, but the other side of it is from a human perspective, sometimes our humanity <clears throat> takes over and uh, we screw up big time. And yeah. there's, the, you know, forgiveness, right? Like we have to find a way. It's easy for me to judge him, but because I've, I've done really stupid things in my life, mm -hmm. I can't really judge him without judging myself. So I have to sit back and go, you know, his humanity showed up. Could it have done better? Could he have done better as the person that he is? Could he stand up and be a, a shining model of what is expected? Uh, but the truth is that uh, sometimes our humanness uh, causes us to fall flat on our face. And I think jumps in there a bit. Yeah. Uh, you just said something that I think is really important. And I think it, I'm getting this feeling this is a prevailing, quote, new concept I, I keep hearing. Mm -hmm. not cancel counsel yes and we're in this age of known and folks if you haven't heard of cancel culture then look it up it's it's a thing uh and 
I've, I've been hearing this with a number of different experiences over the last several months, a year maybe, um, and most recently again in the Kanye West thing and, and his attacks against other celebrities, Trevor Noah has said, hey, let's not cancel this guy. Let's counsel him. Let's get him the support that he needs to process his own stuff and figure out what that anger and that trigger is within him and 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 get him the support he needs so that he can be that shining star yeah. again. Yeah. So he can be that uh, that model of ethics and and morality and and such. So yeah, um, yeah. Speaking of ethics. You know, I found out this week of all the places in the, of all the organizations in the world, the U.S. Supreme Court does not have an agreed upon ethics. <laughs> like, we all we all ascribe to an ethical document in Centers for Spiritual Living. We've all said, yeah, we'll abide by these ethical standards. The U.S. Supreme Court, folks, does not have written ethical standards for justices. Yeah, it, it president. But yet they're telling everybody else what to do. Exactly. The reason we bring it up, folks, if you haven't heard, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas here in the in the United States turns out his wife uh, has been very very active in promoting what's known as the big lie, and has been very very active in uh, in trying to overturned the 2020 presidential election here in the United States. Um, and with calls for Justice Thomas to recuse himself from any January 6th proceedings, uh, he's saying no. He's saying, no, nope. um, my wife has no influence over me, basically. Now, we just talked about how Jada had some influence over Will. And as I said in the pre-show, any anybody that's ever been married to somebody else, doesn't actually matter, matter whether it's male or female. If you've ever been married, you know what the look is, and you know how that look can move you. Can we really trust? Can how do we trust that a Supreme Court justice that is not being held to any ethical standards will do the right thing if his wife says, "Go vote that way"? Yeah. That's and you know I just I just I you know again I I hate sometimes to cite articles because you know God knows where they happened from but I I read something that came out in the last eight hours about his wife that that she was a part of this organization called LifeSpring that they back in in the in the late eighties. And and they have supposedly I haven't seen it yet, but there's a tape of of her talking about her departure from what they call the cult of life springs. Um. And so you know, we know how brainwashing works, and 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 we we've seen the example of several um, bad bad uh, uh, turns, if you will, from cult organizations. And so we know that these things can really twist your your perspective and your 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 insights on things. And I'm sure we're going to be hearing more about this because they have an actual tape of her supposedly uh, talking about the effects of of leaving the cult and how it and and how her spiritual 
perspective, um, how she struggles, her spiritual struggles as a result of that. I always wonder about, you know, people when they're using the word cult. Because uh, when I think of cult, I think somebody who's telling me what I need to think or how I need to think, which sounds a little bit like Catholic well, Church. Um. Barbara, don't hold back, please. This is ministers. <laughs> talk. This is ministers talking shit. You could speak your mind, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, I because I've had people say to me, my own family for that matter, you know, who are uh, more traditional Christians who've sat back and decided that I'm in a cult, and I went, well, it's hard for me to be in a cult when I'm encouraged to think for myself. Just right. my mind. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So when I when I whenever I hear cult, I sort of think of some of the more traditional churches. And yeah. What to think. <laughs> well, you know they have to use the buzzwords, right? So uh to, to go get to the, hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering if I should call our lawyers because I think we just called the Republican Party a cult. Uh, oh, there! I did it again. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Republican. I'm a Canadian. I, I just have no information. <laughs> so. But you you know you know this whole thing is is interesting. Both of these stories, you know, when we look at them in terms of the human mind, if you will, and what it will do. Right? There is no. There is no idyllic standard, if you will, of what a person looks like, whether they're a politician or whether they are a, a political leader or a spiritual leader or an actor. The the variations on the scale are so. I mean, we have a we have a uh, standard distribution, maybe, of of people falling within a certain bell curve of what we've called normal activity and and that's what these ethics are made upon the ethics of someone in 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 a rainforest in brazil is quite different from the ethics in somebody in the concrete jungle of an urban city in in the united states and so uh and 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 the the, the ethics for someone in 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 you know the middle of tennessee are quite different from someone in New York City. So when we when we try to push off these things as a as a universal thing, like you know, universally we all breathe air. Uh, I don't care where you are. Uh, these things are very different, and so when we when we we try to impose them in some cases on other people, it always goes wrong. Yes, right, exactly. I, I'm struck in this one. There's a piece. In, in New Thought, we teach that anyone may become a revealer of truth that lives in close indwelling contact with the divine. If we're in close indwelling contact, then we can outpicture that into the world. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is we get locked into this piece of, oh, I already know this, or I'm, I've already accomplished this, or I've already gone there. So I don't have to pay attention anymore. I could just keep going. And the one of my favorite memes is 
true mental strength is the willingness and the ability to change our minds when presented with alternative or different facts or different not let's not say facts but information right yeah so we now know there's this thing is going on with with uh with clarence thomas and his wife we know there is an event we know there is an experience we know from the from the overall picture that she's probably not living closely to the hidden dwelling spirit because what's coming out of her mouth ain't true it's just not the truth the truth has been has been determined in certain regards as far as who won the election and, and such so she throws these things out it would seem easy for someone like clarence thomas to say okay I'm going to recuse myself here because we, you, 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 the people that he is there to serve can't possibly know his truth unless he does. Right. And, and let's be truthful. His vote ain't going to matter anyway. They still have a conservative lock on the court. So he can recuse. Democrats just want him to recuse himself. Republicans are saying, no, 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 no. He recuses himself. They still win the vote. But the people, I think, are losing trust in our public servants because of events like this and experiences like this. It's hard to look yeah. at, at the court as a place of integrity. And, well, as we've said, they don't have any ethics. That's surprising. That That is quite... It's quite shocking, actually. No ethical standard to follow. But... Um, <clears throat> <laughs> you know you 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 and 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 when you look at the 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 battle that the republicans are putting up against uh katanji brown jackson and her nomination um now i know that means she's she's uh she's actually looking to sit be a seated a seated judge and not the not the spouse of a judge but right. but to have a judge that's there that is under this kind of influence, it appears, uh, and to have someone who at least doesn't have that situation going on, uh, it, it just baffles me. And I'm, you know, I look at, uh, you know, people who voted for her to get the job she has now are not going to vote for her this time to get the Supreme Court. I'm like, she was good enough to put on the appellate court, and you voted for. Her. I don't think she's changed her 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 approach to being on the bench any more than it was. It probably has gotten better now because she's had different types of cases. And again, like you said, Reverend Barb, that we know these things evolve. And 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 what she thought as a judge when she first sat on the bench to what she is now, she's got more information. She's learned something different. And so she, if she has an ethical standard of her own, since the court doesn't have one. Um, I'm a, you know, she, you can call to that for how she will rule on certain cases. It just, it's a mess. Yeah. I just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Linda's chiming in, uh, joining in. Thank you, Linda, for joining into the conversation. It may be time for a constitutional amendment requiring the court members to adhere to their ethical standards with associated penalties. I would absolutely agree. Um, and I've also heard I've seen commentary that the United States will never be able to pass another constitutional amendment. 
hell, we never even really passed ERA, did we? Mm-hmm. And uh, and the partisanship and the bickering have gotten to a point where we will. The, currently, this country is so incredibly divided. We will not get another constitutional amendment. We, I think yeah. we might need to change the name of the country. The divided states of America. <laughs> well, I agree. <laughs> West coast, left coast, right coast, uh... yeah. up coast, down coast. I mean, it's it's true though. It's true. Yeah, there's so much division, and what I what I do like about seeing the division is that. There's no pretense anymore about America the Great. There's there's this realization that there is division. And in order to come back as united, there has to be a way that we find a way forward uh, that creates that that unity, that oneness that really is what's going on. I mean, that's what we teach at CSL is that there's just one thing going on. We all live, move and have our being in that one thing. And so when we see all this division, it's no wonder there's wars country against country, when you've got statesmen against statesmen who are fighting each other. Um, So, you know, it's like there has to be a new understanding that what we're doing isn't working. So let's, uh, you know, toss it and create something new, something, I don't know. (laughs) Well, or or change the name. (laughs) and, 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 you know, that's a great point because we understand that a circle has 360 degrees and every degree on that circle provides a different perspective of the circle itself. And so why don't we realize that in human existence, that all these people, all these things that we're looking at as differences, if we started out looking at them as different perspectives and get more information on our own vantage point, it gives us a better opportunity to, to to visualize the whole a lot different and better, I would say, because we get more inclusion. Well, I think, you know, there's so many different perspectives, and I think it's important that we come to a place where we can hear different perspectives, different ideas, that we can sit back and go, well, you know, I may not agree with you, but I don't have to kill you about that. Yes. I can just Oh, wow, that's an interesting perspective. Thank you for sharing. And then from there, I can choose something different. I don't have to change right. my mind because right. we disagree. I don't even right. have to hate you because we disagree. We can right. simply disagree. Okay. My husband and I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's yes. another episode. <laughs> uh, that's a whole other show, folks. But uh, we'll get you guys on uh, Rock and the Love, on the Rock and the Love program. Good idea. So yeah. we'll give those guys a quick plug. Rockin' the Love, Gil and Robin Olmstead, uh, right here on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, it's a great program about relationships. Join us for that, folks. So before we go today, however, I do want to talk. Um, let's get off of Clarice Thomas and let's talk about someone with the same name or with a similar name making a real move and a real difference in the world, and that's Leah Thomas. Folks, if you haven't been following, Leah Thomas is a transgender female athlete and uh, won a number of races in the NCAA championships a couple weeks back. 
I was out last week. Z was out. We haven't had a chance to really dig into this one. Uh, but if you haven't seen this story in the news, um, well, let, a, let us introduce you to something. <laughs> uh, this is creating a hell of a stir, guys. Um, a trans female student, uh, so assigned male at birth, uh, is actively transitioning uh, and has been competing in the NCAA for quite some time now. Seems it wasn't a big deal until she won something. And now she won something. It's um, interesting how that works. Yeah. Um, and now, and there's a lot of intersections here because <laughs> there are people now passing legislation in Florida to honor the second place woman as the real winner there's actually some um american congress people <laughs> trying to do the same thing in the house i can't say her name anymore uh she makes my home my adopted home state of colorado look really stupid sometimes all the time uh and i don't think you know regardless of whether it's fair to leah to try to make honor somebody else i don't think it's fair to the second place person to try to prop her up and say, hey, you actually won this thing. Yeah. I have a transgender son. I I know firsthand what hormone therapy and, and such can do to shift a body's muscle mass and muscle play and all the different things. Is there room for transgender athletes in collegiate in high level collegiate sports? Absolutely. Or there should be. I think, I think, you know, I mean, I have met women who were assigned that at birth who are built like tanks, right? Like they're strong, powerful women. And I've met men who are little spindly things. I, I don't think we can sit back and say, well, because, you know, she was assigned as a masculine to start with and now is coming out as a woman. She's a woman. She's always been a woman. And, and that body that she was born with, well, you know, I think I believe, <laughs> okay, here's me being mouthy. Um, I really believe that the universe <clears throat> is sitting back going, enough of division. Let's just get it that we are a human race. That is the only race. And that people are people. And that the gender that has been assigned at birth or comes later, that's irrelevant. I've got a transgender uh, grandchild. I've got, you know, my daughter has a couple of transgender friends in her school. You know what? I have a, a good friend of mine, a lovely black man who's a, who's a cop and transgender male. And he talks about the privilege he now enjoys as a man. <laughs> I just laugh. I thought, I don't often hear my, my black male friends talking about their privilege. Um, but, I was <laughs> that. but then at the same time, I went, damn. Being a woman is like, it's like, I, I feel bad for my sisters because, you know, here we are, uh, you know, <laughs> downgraded here, you know, somehow we're less than, but I think the whole idea of transgender, uh, you know what, it's like whoever I identify as, that's who I am. And I want to be respected for that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you, you hit on a really good point there too. If this was a transgender male swimmer, 
I, I have a feeling we'd be standing up and screaming, oh, of course we would, right? We wouldn't be talking about, well, how many hormone shots are you doing and how much testosterone are you pumping into your body to do this? Exactly. We wouldn't have any of those conversations if this was going the other direction. Yeah. And that's a really important point, right? Yeah. And, 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 and I think at the core of it all, and 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 Reverend Bob, you 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 hit it when is that we know from our perspective that the mind is a is a is a is a driver, right? And so it would be interesting to see if they're gonna go down the rabbit hole, how does the mind affect a person's because really that that is what exemplifies in a large amount who you are. Yes, your mind and how you interpret the world and then how you reflect that back out. And so, you know, from all of the. Uh, I would say from the cross the spectrum when in the LGBTQ community, all of my relatives that are in there, all the people that I know and talk to, they talk about mentally, no matter where they were in their stage, there was a different perspective that they had on themselves and how they fit into the world. And so. Mm -hmm. the, the the physical presence that holds that mind is one thing, but the mind is the thing. And so it, it it's, we're going to have some interesting conversations and interesting uh, fact finding about, about all of this, because it's going to just keep going more and more. We're, the world is changing very rapidly. Mm -hmm. and we have an opportunity to go with it or not. And what we resist persists. That's yes. the one thing we can be sure of. But it is the mind that builds the body. It is the mind that creates the world that we live in. It is consciousness that moves everything into action, into form. And so we are responsible for our own consciousness. And for yeah. me, one of inclusion, acceptance, uh, creating as much harmony as possible. And then when I'm being a bitch, well, I have to remind myself to go back to being <laughs> saved. <laughs> <laughs> wait, a minute. Wait, wait a minute. You mean we're not excluded? We <laughs> they, they told me they told me I got that automatic when I graduated ministerial school. Wait a minute. They said that was part of the pack. I thought I paid for that package. I thought so. <laughs> well, you forgot to upgrade. <laughs> I forgot the upgrade. Okay, yes. <laughs> oh, That's you're right. watching. Folks, if you're wondering what you stumbled into, this is Ministers Talking Shit. It happens Friday mornings here on the New Thought Media Network. We're done about out of time here today. So uh, we want to first uh, stick with us. I want to say thank you to our sponsors and our committed givers. And then come right back and uh, share our final thoughts for the day and uh, wrap this all up, put a bow on it, and get you into the rest of your morning. So if you would, please spend a day, uh, spend just a moment here helping us say thank you to everyone that makes this possible. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, for your continued support. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, for your monthly contribution. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey, for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome OM Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Seattle, for your most generous donation. 
And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a super special thank you to Dr. Tracy Brown, RSCP. Thanks for being a super donor. And a big shout out to all our committed donors. All right, folks, thank you for being with us. We've been everywhere today on Minister's Talking Shit. We got started with the slap herd around the world, uh, explored a little bit of what it looks like to live in a world where the Supreme Court of the United States is free of any ethical restraints or agreements, uh, and making sure that we stand in truth with all of our brothers and sisters, regardless of identity, uh, in in our ability to be together as one and as humans. Big shout out to Leah Thomas and all her work uh, and to all the transgender athletes that, that are navigating the NCAA system. I trust the NCAA will continue to stand true and stand courageous in its uh, representation and presentation of unity uh, in athletes and in sports as well. I think that was my final thought. Let's continue around the room. Rep Bart, final thoughts for the day. Well, just join me this afternoon if you want some more interesting, controversial conversation when I have my show at 3 p.m. Eastern, Just One You or The Joey Show with Rep V. It's going to be interesting, I promise. That's <laughs> <Enjoy>. right. <laughs> and we've put a link in the show notes, folks, uh, and in the comments on how you can find Reverend Barbara's community there in Toronto. If you're in the area, CSL on the Lake, please check them out, uh, both uh, in physical and online versions. Rev Z? Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I think my closing thoughts is we live on a, on a round planet. We know there are 360 degrees of life. I think we travel around that circle a little bit and get some better perspective on everything uh, so that we can begin to embrace the whole and not the part. Yes. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All right, folks, we'll mm. be back next week. Until then, peace and richest blessing. Bye, everybody. Peace. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>